Merrimack ends up sweeping the weekend set against UMass Lowell with a 2 nothing win here at J. Tom Lawler Rink in the second-to-last game of the regular season. Joining us is Scott Bork, the head coach of the Warriors. And, uh, you know, we talked at the end of the uh, the game at BU last Saturday night how tough a weekend that one was. And now you have this weekend. I mean, what was this weekend like with these two games? Well, it's an unbelievable grind. You know, you know when you're going to play Lowell, they're going to be hard and they're going to be heavy and they're going to be very physical. Um, and they were as advertised. And um, I thought we answered the bell really well. Like, you know, last night I thought we found more open ice. Tonight they went into, you know, all out four checking mode and made it real difficult. But I thought we managed that pretty well, too, you know. And, and uh, it's tough playing your own end as much as we had to because they were, they were chipping and dumping. But I think at the same time, uh, we managed that pretty well. We had a lot of guys eating pucks and guys just diving in front of pucks. And I love the way we finished the game. Uh, not the, not necessarily the last two minutes when it was six on five. It was a little scrambly. But when, um, you know, for the first probably 14 to 15 minutes of the third period, I thought we just had a, a perfect period for a 2 nothing lead and just to get the game over with. And I was really impressed with our team's maturity at that point. You took a 2 nothing lead in the game for the fourth time in four games. That helps a lot, and also you have the you know that line, the line that is you know you're going to need to get goals from these guys as you go further into the playoffs and so on, and uh, and they continue to do that. Yeah, you know I, I think they, they're uh, they're feeling it a little bit offensively, which is great. Uh, I think they've scored the first goal in the last four games, yeah. and that's that's really big for our club. Um, you know, I, I think not to get lost in that. You know, from the points is is a line we've been starting the last four games is is a line that has just given us an identity. Uh, it really leads us physically. They, they're a mature line that plays the game the right way. We usually don't spend much time in our own end when they're on the ice. Yeah, you're talking uh, about the line with Ryan Liebold, Mick Messner, and Jordan Seifert. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, Liebold, Messner, and Seifert, and uh, they just play hard and heavy, and they get they they create a lot of problems for teams. And it's a great way to start the game for us because we know typically with them on the ice, we're going to start it in the other end, and that's right. positive. And against Lowell, that really matters. Uh, the two goals that you did get in the first period. Um, off the stick of Alex Jeffries, first of all, he scores that first goal, and then you have um, a nice setup from Matt Capone behind the net to uh, Otovilli lipping in to make it two to nothing. But um, Alex Jeffries with a goal and assist reaches 40 points uh, on the season for you guys. He, I think he might be in the top 10 in the country now nationally uh, in scoring. First Merrimack Warrior to score 40 points since Stefan DaCosta did it 12 years ago. It's a pretty pretty high praise for for this kid. Yeah, you know, he he is as advertised, right? When he was recruited, he was expected to be an explosive offensive player, and he's, he's delivered. Uh, and he's playing with a couple of guys, Manny Capone and Otto Ville, who deliver with him too. And it was really uh, it's important that, that all three of them uh, play like that because it can bring us to a different level offensively. Um, and the thing about Alex that I really liked about his game tonight was without the puck. I thought, you know, he got two points but blocked a couple shots. He was more physical than, than uh, normal because he just knew he needed to be. Um, and I, th- I thought that was big. I thought his defensive game was big uh, for us. His four-on-four four game was good. So, no, he he got two points and he got his 40, which I think is a great accomplishment for anyone in college hockey to get that. Um but also, I think he needs to be recognized for what he's doing off of the puck, and I really was pleased with that tonight. Uh, that first period, um, you know, you, you get the two goals. You didn't have a lot of shots, but you did get the two goals. And, and like you said, you know, possession, they had the puck a lot. The puck was in your end a lot. Were you concerned at any point in that first period? Not really, to be honest. I, I thought that most of their shots were from the outside, and they were trying to plug, plug the net uh, with bodies, and I thought we did a good job of filling the house with bodies. and. So they weren't able to get second chances. I thought our team did a really good job of controlling that. Um, and, you know, Hugo just did what he had to do. You know, he just every, kept everything in front of him, uh, tied a lot of pucks up, 
killed the momentum for them. I thought he controlled that really well. Um, and then I thought in the first period what happened was we lost some face-offs and they got some momentum off of that. But other than that, I, I wasn't really concerned about the first period. I, th- I thought that our we were a little, um, you know, it's parents weekend, it's senior night. You know, you lose a lot of those games on those nights just because guys are distracted. And I was really pleased that we got through it because we, you know, I don't know if, Actually, I don't know if you say you deserve a win because both teams play their ass off, but you know I knew we played hard enough to win, and that was a positive to get that done. Uh, you mentioned Hugo Olas, uh, warrior of the game tonight with 36 saves, and uh, you know another strong performance from him. But it seems like that confidence back in back there, he had that tonight. weren't a lot of second shots, for example. No, they were not, and that's that's big because that's why they're firing so many pucks at him is to get second shots, and um, he did a really good job of controlling his rebounds, and I thought when pucks came off of him, we had bodies there to get rid of him as well. Yep. Um, second period and third period, you know, that 18-4 to four edge in the first, that kind of, you know, that went away. Uh, how much of that was, um, you know, just natural ebb and flow in the game, but adjustments maybe that you guys made to try to counter that? You know, I think it was, uh, honestly, I think it was a natural ebb and flow. Like they kind of threw the kitchen sink at us. But I think that our, our guys uh, dug in and kind of understood what kind of game it was going to be. We were fortunate because we didn't have to score again. We already had two. Um, not that we ever talked about that, but we knew that was the situation. Um, and I think that, you know, we just did what we had to do in a hockey game. Um, and that's really that's that's a mature team that just figures out you know we're not going to play transitional against this team we're not going to um, be getting odd man rushes we just got to get through it and 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 the way we get through it is by allowing ourselves to you know give up our bodies on the shot blocks by our defense going back and getting pucks when they're all going in deep and they're flying at you um, it was a really hard game a hard game to play and a hard game to win but I thought that we do we had to do uh, I thought they played really well you know and and uh, they're a really good team you know we got some puck luck and i and they obviously didn't get much yeah you've been on the other side of that where you know you feel like you've done just about everything you could do except score goals except uh you know win the game um it seemed like tonight you guys did a lot of those little things that you had to do getting sticks in lanes getting guys you know back to back check you didn't give them a lot of room um 25 block shots i think you guys had in the game i mean that that's enormous yeah, no, that's important too. You know, they get, they, you know, they were cycling pucks out to the top and then getting shots from the top. And and if you don't block them, you're going to play a lot in front of your net. So I was really happy with that part of our game. Uh, it, we needed it and we got it done in that regard. And th- that's that's how they are too. So you know, you're not going to get a lot of shots through. Um, and we haven't been a great shot blocking team, but tonight I thought we took a major step. Uh, you mentioned the Lebo line. You had them out late in the game as well as some other lines. As, you know, they pulled the goaltender and had the extra attacker and so on. How valuable is it to know that you know you get in a situation you don't have to shorten the bench. You know, you can you can roll all four lines and you know they're all going to help you. Yeah, no, that was huge. We had three uh, we had three different lines going five on six, and and I just had full confidence in them. And ha- knowing you don't have tired guys on the ice is much better than the other the other uh, opportunities. So. You know, and, and when you're playing six on five uh, and you have the six, you're usually playing maybe two lines. And so I think that allowed us, because they had to play for six on five for a while, so it allowed us to keep our energy uh, through the, and get through those situations and get the blocks, and that was really obviously important. Uh, good time now, I think, with what game to go in the, in the regular season. I know you still have a ways to go here, but uh, big picture kind of thing. You guys won 19 games last year. Now you've won 20. It's the, you know, the most that you've won except for that 2011 year uh, in, in the program's Division One history. What does that mean to you guys? You know, I think it, it, what it means to me is, is just the seniors uh, in particular who were honored tonight. 
you know, they made a decision to come when we weren't a very good hockey team, uh, and they've helped us get to be a pretty good team. I mean, I'm not, we're not a very good team, but we're a pretty good team. You know, we win every game we play, and uh, I think that that's, that's a nice accomplishment to get the 20 in college hockey. That's that's really a good accomplishment for your team, and the fact that Merrimack's only done it once in the in the uh, hockey East era is a, a tip of the hat to the players. And I think that our leadership has been elite this year, all year, uh, and that's come from the seniors. So it's really exciting. You you know that you'll finish at least in third place, which is going to be the highest that the team has ever finished. Um, you've got. Uh, you know, as we mentioned, obviously the 20 wins, but uh, but also, uh, you know, you're back in position as far as the NCAA tournament goes. I mean, all of this stuff, you guys are, are right there uh, with, with just, just the one game in the regular season to go. Um, it's it's going to ratchet up the pressure here, right, over the next week or so, and, and as well as into the playoffs. How do you deal with that? Well, first, I, we have to deal with Vermont, and we lost the last time we played against them, and uh, they played really hard, very similar to what we saw tonight. And, and uh, that's going to be a very difficult game Saturday. Uh, and going into that game, we may have a really special opportunity, and we want to make sure we, we play through that game and, and uh, play our best game in that particular game. And then we'll worry about the playoffs. But I think that the, um, you know, the pressure's on everybody in the playoffs, and you just got to play. I, I try to uh, look at it as an opportunity. You know, you got a pretty good team here in the playoffs. Like last year, Really disappointed the way our season ended. We didn't play our best game, and I just, if we play our best game in the first round of the playoffs, I'll be happy, and then the result will take care of itself. Um, but this team's worked really hard, and they deserve an opportunity to play in, at home in the playoffs. I'm excited for them, and I'm excited for our campus. You said something uh, after the BU game last Saturday that uh, in the, going into that third period, you know, especially with the way that uh, the second period it ended, giving up the late goal and falling behind three to two, that you said, "Let's have some fun. Let's go out and enjoy this." Is is that the mentality right now? You hope it is. I mean, tonight wasn't like that because we were in so much pressure on us in, in our own end. But, um, but no, that is the mentality. You know, this is all these guys grew up playing the game, they have fun. And you know, today, this morning, we had a parents uh, brunch and had all the parents there, which is really cool. These are the people who got these guys here, and we have this time to say thank you, pay homage to that. And um, and if you focus on those things, and you know, hey, someone's going to lose on Saturday. I don't want on, on that uh, first round of the playoffs. It shouldn't, and I, I don't want it to be asked. Let's do everything we can to make sure it's not. But um, um, but either way, uh, I've been really proud of the team and, and just the way we've played through this time. And coming back after having a tough start in the second half, I think a lot of people counted us out. Um, but the guys never counted themselves out, and that's really impressive. All right, thanks a lot, Scott. Congratulations. We'll see you next Saturday against Vermont. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank you.